0: When it comes to like, just like starting the business, like pull your Instagram off of Instagram.
1: What's going on guys. Welcome back to the spreading success podcast. My name is Ram Raviv and I am your host. Today, I'm joined by Anthony Santiago, also known as at Anthony with two Ys on Instagram. How are you doing today, man?
0: I'm good, man. How are you doing? Thanks for uh, having me on the show.
1: No problem, man. I'm looking forward to diving into your story because I've seen you at a few different events and you're up to some really, really cool things and you're doing things that not a lot of people have been able to do, especially at your large scale. And I really have been able to see how your brain works and I'm really looking forward to really diving into your story and what you do.
0: All right, let's go ahead. Let's, uh, yeah, I want to give you guys, your audience, as uh, as much value as I can.
1: Mm-hmm. So for the listeners that are not familiar with you, the 1% that really aren't, can you just give them a quick summary about who you are and what you do?
0: Sure. So uh, my name, yeah, like I said, my name is Anthony Santiago. I, uh, I would call, I don't like calling myself an expert, uh, but people, you know, say I'm an Instagram expert. I have been on Instagram, specifically growing Instagram accounts. Uh, theme pages in specific on Instagram for about six years now. I started right after I got out of high school. So I was around 18 at the time and now I'm 24. Now I own uh, just over, I think six and a half million followers on Instagram. And um, those are obviously generating revenue. And then I do consulting for people who are either trying to just uh, stay up to date, uh, you know, maybe take their Instagram to the next level or get started. It really depends on what the, you know, the person who comes to me.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I want to kind of, go a little bit back in time and start with your upbringing that's usually how I like to talk to talk about with all my guests so can you kind of take us back to the period of your middle school high school and in those kind of early years and your passions and how you got into entrepreneurship Instagram and just things like that
0: yeah sure so I was always kind of I wouldn't I mean it wasn't really called entrepreneurship back then like I mean it just wasn't like one of those you know Hot words that people were always talking about. It was kind of just like hustling. Like I, was, it was like I was flipping sneakers. You know, like you know, I sh- unfortunately I was like selling a little weed at times in high school. But like it was kind of just like whatever I could do to make some money. Yeah. It was just that was kind of how it was. And then uh, the thing that I was really into was art always. And I was always drawing back in high school. I that was like the only elective I think I took like all throughout high school. I didn't do anything else but drawing. So that was kind of how I got into instagram because once i had left high school uh like i was you know in high school it was interesting because like i you know i was pretty good at school i was good at you know i played sports and stuff and i did this drawing thing so i kind of had like my option of like what i wanted to do when i when i left um but i originally wanted to become like a tattoo artist and my mom was like not cool with that obviously um So she kind of just like suggested you should go to college, you know, you're a smart kid, you know, obviously she wanted me like, you know, doctor, lawyer kind of thing. So I liked science. I was good at it like naturally. So I chose, you know, like the pre-med route. Uh, I was a biology major um, in college and that made me realize that I really didn't have enough time to draw. Like I wanted to, like I had been in high school just because of how like uh, intensive it was like Mm -hmm. the first years in terms of grades I wanted to be like a normal college kid, have friends and stuff so I didn't want to just like you know keep you know keep myself in my room all the time so that was when um I kind of had made an Instagram account kind of for myself as an artist as almost like an online portfolio and that's when I like made the switch to starting like curating content that was already on Instagram because I was able to do it it wasn't that much I would say I didn't have to do, like, time-consuming work outside of just stuff on Instagram, and I was always on my phone. Like, I remember in high school, I got, like, you know, like, the superlatives or whatever. I literally <laughs> a kid who can't live without his phone. It's funny how that kind of foreshadowed, foreshadowed the next six years of my life, but um, that's, yeah, that's the thing. I was, like, always on my phone and stuff, so I just started, like, using Instagram as almost like a like a curation platform just to give you know people you know shout outs and stuff and mm. it was kind of just like for free I was just, I thought I really liked the art so it was just kind of a fun thing to do at the time whenever I was bored I would just hop on Instagram mm. um and the first like year or so it was really just like me testing out stuff see what was working I would you know sit on Instagram for like you know x amount of time just like liking photos, you know as many photos mm. as I could like Back then they didn't have like the whole blocking thing where you couldn't block, you know, mm-hmm. you can only like so many things and, uh, you know, comment on so many things. That wasn't really a thing back then. So that, you know, played into my advantage and I was just really consistent every single day and I, I enjoyed it. It was cool. And I saw like the numbers start going up. So it made it very easy for me to keep up with it. And, you know, once I got like past that 10K, I remember like it was like a big deal because there, was there wasn't a lot of people on Instagram back then. Um, so. Yeah, that's kind of how it started. And then throughout college, you know, teaming up with different people, just doing the same thing over and over and over again. And then kind of blew up once uh, the Instagram videos came out. I was gaining like almost like 10,000 followers a day at one point. Yeah. I had gotten like an offer for someone to buy my Instagram for like 150 grand. So I kind of knew that there was something, you know, like some potential there. So that's kind of uh, why I just stuck with it. And uh, I made the decision not to go to med school. Um, I just realized that I really liked science, but I didn't like medicine and like the whole healthcare industry and stuff. So yeah, I kind of was, I just told my parents like, look, i have been making money. I kind of started making money through the page early on and I started paying off my own things. So they were just like, all right, he's making money. So, you know let him figure it out, you know, he's yeah. still young. You know, they, they were very um, supportive. So yeah. I, w- I just told them I was gonna take a, a year off uh, after college and kind of just figure things out. And then um, within two months, I got that job working with Gary V. Mm-hmm and that was just you know simple I was just watch- I had been watching him you know like following him for like two years at-, at that point and then just one day I was watching his story he asked um like literally just did like a selfie video was just like I need help growing uh and managing mi- Instagram media pages and that was exactly what I had created and I had you know no job I was right out of college it was kind of right up my alley basically get paid you know sit on Instagram all day and uh, so yeah just swiped up filled out a short application and then I was working for him like two two weeks later
1: that's crazy man and i know you talked about your parents and especially a lot of people doing that that science area the parents are usually very very strict and they're like this is my passion our whole generations have been doing this and for you to just say no i'm doing my own thing it was definitely hard for you as well as the parents so you kind of got lucky that they were a little bit supportive, more supportive than other people, especially other entrepreneurs who just are like, I'm done with college and drop out early or don't even go in the first place. And then obviously through that, you got the job working for Gary V, And clearly that's completely transformed your life. You're, you're the Gary Vee guy, the Instagram guy, and you really got those, those reputable names through things like that. Um, and so just diving a little bit Uh, into Instagram. I know you own a lot of these uh, OG usernames and things like that, as well as you were managing those kinds of pages for Gary V. And obviously your name is at Anthony with one Y pretty, pretty short and unique. So if someone wanted to do something like that and start a page or a food page or art or nutrition, some things like you do, what steps can they do to legally and easily acquire uh, an OG name from someone or how to find it and things like that?
0: Yeah. So I kind of always just do like almost like Instagram research to see like either what's available or look for people who are, who have good Instagram ads that kind of just aren't using them. Mm -hmm. Um, so for my, my personal ad, I actually had to get someone to like, take it off of a dead Instagram account and put it onto mine. It's not technically legal It um, <laughs> against Facebook. Uh, well, cause I had to pay someone at Facebook to do it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like not what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But um, I really don't suggest it for anyone just because now I literally saw this like two weeks ago, Instagram did this thing where, you know, your, your, your at is safe on your like account up to two weeks after like, so if yeah. someone. Some so people were having problems having, you know, people were hacking their Instagram account just to get the at off of it. So um, Instagram kind of, I guess, made a change where it's like a little bit harder now to just, you know, swap them. But what I was doing was like for like one of my accounts, like blow my mind. Um, it was on this, you know, she had it on her personal account. I just hit up the girl. She had it on her personal account. I was like, look, I think this could be a really cool Instagram at uh, like on a, on a cool page um how much would you you know take for it she took 800 bucks and you know I literally got on the phone with her I was like okay I had an account ready for it whenever she switched the ad I just claimed it right away but that was back in February so you know Instagram's obviously making steps to make that a lot harder which makes it good for me because now I do have those OG ads it's a little it takes a little stress off of me but um yeah in terms of like if you're trying to get an OG one most of the time you are gonna have to try to figure out someone who has it that doesn't want the account anymore and you have to buy the the whole account or I don't even really know. I'm trying to figure out cause I bought an Instagram at um, recently uh, at relaxing is now an Instagram that I own. Um, so I'm trying to put it on a brand new account, but I'm having problems with it. Like I try to do it and I couldn't claim it on the new account, but I could claim it right back on the account that yeah. I have. That i had taken off of, so I'm still trying to figure it out. You know, Instagram's always adapting, and that's why I really don't call myself an expert because I still have to do all. You know, like I'm still in the trenches trying to you know figure out stuff because it's always changing. And that's why, like anyone who says that they know what the algorithm is, is basically lying to you because it changes yeah. like every day.
1: Yeah, the cool thing about I did, I got the username at reviv and it was actually taken. And I was like, no, like I don't want the dot; it's so ugly. So. I was like, okay, let me just hit up this guy, the guy who owned the account. And he was dead, like inactive, zero post, but he was public. So I was like, all right, I need to do whatever I can to get it. So I like did like the hustler hustler, like times 10. I messaged every single person that he followed and that follows him. And I asked, do you know this person in real life? And then one person did and they gave me his phone number and I connected, paid 250. I'm like, okay, like I did it.
0: That's I'm like, actually crazy. I've never heard someone do that. Yes.
1: I was like, I need to do whatever I can to get this. And then I've been, I've been helping some friends out with that method because the the only problem is if they're private, then you can't like see their followers or who they're following. Um, and it turns out like the guy didn't even know his Instagram password. He was so inactive. He didn't know his password and man, his password was like, yes, one, two, three, four. So I could have like hacked it either way if I knew it, but um it's just funny I how I've
0: never heard of that like I've never heard someone actually going through that length because do... I try to get just Anthony you know like just the, the yeah, one yeah. and uh I had talked to the guy and he was like yo listen like you're never gonna get it but I just like I'm not gonna do anything with this account but I like having it so I kind of accepted that like the next best name was to add a Y to it so
1: mm-hmm. yeah that's crazy and then of course with all these accounts and you have the OG names, which kind of increases credibility as well. Um, but I've seen some of your some of your pages like uh, the nutrition one and you're consistently gaining not only followers, but you're getting on the explore page basically every time and letting Instagram do all the work. So can you talk about algorithm hacking? And I know I've seen some of your posts, you don't even use hashtags or like, I'm like, how does this guy do it? Like what's, what's the, the secret sauce, obviously without going too much into what you do, um, is it like engagement groups or like, how, how does it work for you?
0: So I've been working with uh, like a kind of like a small network of big accounts for almost like two years straight now. Um, it's always like, so when I was in college, it was a certain group of art accounts. We all use art art accounts. And then as I started to get into other spaces, like, like you said, my nutrition page, I have another food page as well. I started being able to do likes with other other people. So I've kind of have like, I would say 15 to 20 people uh all around the world they kind of we kind of just like set up coordinated posting times and right when we post within the first five to ten minutes of that post going up we all like and comment on the post and that that juices it enough to get it onto the explore feed Mm -hmm. and i do that every single day and the thing is instagram always will favor your account if it sees that a lot of people are on it, like watching it. So Instagram likes when people stare at their phone for a certain amount of time because they're like super fixated on it. So if your account is something that, you know, has that, you know, kind of effect, it's going to almost like prioritize your account and make sure it keeps doing good. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's crazy
1: because a lot of people are joining things. I don't know if you know what EXM Mafia is um, and things like that. And for some people it works. Some people it looks a bit spammy. Um, and I don't, I, I think I've tried it once or twice, but it, it doesn't work very well for personal branded accounts. So what would you recommend? Obviously, like, you know, you have some of your friends and you make it a little engagement group, but I'm talking like serious growth. And I know it's kind of different for a personal brand versus like a niche account, but like what advice would you give for that?
0: So for a personal brand, I would one say like, well, most personal brands are not posting as much as they should be mm-hmm. and they're not posting the right thing so like i would say if you're really trying to post like like grow your personal like fast because there's no such thing as growing your personal super fast unless you're posting viral content that's how you get fast growth, unless you're doing something that could go viral in itself. So that's, are like, those are like one-off chances. So I don't even try to give that advice because that's how you get people doing stupid things on the internet. Mm -hmm. Um, But what I would say is like, start treating your account like a media page, like start posting stuff. Like, I don't know if you got, like, I don't know if your audience knows this, but they can just like, check it out. Like, I make this comparison all the time uh, with Jay Shetty and Gary V on Instagram. So Gary V, like all of his posts have his face on it and they're basically just like all content that it either, you know, that his team creates. Mm. And then uh, Jay Shetty goes the complete opposite way. He just pulls stuff already off of Instagram that he knows is relatable to his audience. And that's how he grows. And th- the funny thing is that like, Jay Shetty has a lot more engagement and less followers than Gary does. And it makes sense because like, you, you could kind of get sick of seeing Gary and like having him yell at you every you know every time, every time he's talking. But, um, you know, G- Jay doesn't really do that. He posts like, you know, really, he posts a lot of text posts. Um, mm. and they're real clean, white, like almost like meme style posts and then just like viral videos. And that will kind of get you going. It'll help you start posting more because most people have to be posting more if they really are serious about growing on Instagram mm. and then start sprinkling your personal content in between. Yeah. so that it's, you get a good uh, a good feel and I mean a good mix and it's not you're just seeing like the same types of posts all the time mm-hmm. which get very repetitive and that's Gary says it, you know like you always got to be creative and sometimes being creative is just like looking on Instagram for something that you know is doing well and you know likelihood is how I say it's like if it's on Explore and you found it on Explore there's a high chance of it going back on Explore mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And is there a magic number that you found for personal branded accounts and niche accounts, or is it just like post consistently, like every other day, uh, twice a week? What, what is there like a magic number for that?
0: So for my personal, like my niche accounts, I post three times a day. Uh, and they're always like, like they're always right on the same times every single day.
1: Yeah.
0: Cause I'm always, you know, like, like I said, working with other people and that's just kind of like how it's coordinated. But, um, I would say like if you're not posting every day already work up to every day and then, you know, two to three times a day, ideally.
1: For both personal and niche accounts,
0: you'd say? Because like the thing is like even Gary, he posts three times a day now too. Because like if you're, if you, it doesn't matter how many followers you have. Instagram will only show it to seven to 10% of your following Mm -hmm. of people who already follow you. So if you post more, likelihood that like not everyone's gonna see the first post so the more you post the more likely it is like your followers will start seeing your posts
1: yeah and the problem with personal branded content is that it's so hard to consistently create content of yourself and we're you gonna post like just like pretty pictures of you you know it's hard so that's why you were talking about mixing it up with with viral content as well as your personal content so you could still be consistent
0: too like now everyone's posting like you know their twitters yeah,
1: like, yeah I, I do that too
0: yeah exactly
1: so so mm-hmm. around. would you consider that that tweet post more of like someone else's content or like your content because it's like it, it's a Both. text post as well so it's kind of like you said playing around with it and how many accounts do you manage by the way
0: so i six big ones and then i've just you know started you know a few more i have a you know like i just said relaxing um mm-hmm. Hey, there's this one called hair videos and um, I don't know if you got uh, like facts to success. Sunday. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah.
0: So I, start, I have him run, uh, starting uh, an entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Page. Well, just because like I, I'm so busy just running the other ca- accounts yeah. that I kind of need to start outsourcing some of this stuff. Yeah. So I do like doing it myself. It's, you know, I got to do it.
1: Yeah. And that's what I want to talk about. So you were talking about two or three days uh, two or three posts per day times the amount of accounts that you have. People think Instagram's some easy thing, man. It's definitely a full time job, like you were saying. So, can you walk the the listeners through a day in the life of what it takes to to run all these pages?
0: Yeah. So I try to either wake. So I wake up kind of early, just in general, um, and I usually try to do it. Like after I do like my little morning routine, uh, that's kind of like one. Like I'll I'll have some coffee and you know I'll start setting up posts for the whole day, or uh, if I'm like. Uh, like the night before, I'll do the same thing. But I'm, I don't really use like scheduling apps. I don't do any of that stuff because like I'm posting so much and I'm always finding new content. And I kind of like to stay on Instagram to see like if something did well today or yesterday, then I'm on top of it and I could post it. Because if I'm like planning out my post, you know, two or three weeks in advance, uh, it actually is a little bit harder to do that. You know, it's like you're storing all of that in your phone. It makes your Instagram actually works slower because of how many se- drafts you have set up. Like I just set up drafts in my phone. So it's not, mm. uh, it's super simple, but, um, I realized that once I got past 15 to 20 drafts, like my Instagram would just like get slower and that's the opposite of what I need. So I just started getting to a, a routine of doing it every day. It's just like, it's kind of like working out. You set up set up your time knowing you got to do it and then and that's it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's definitely like, it's not just a fine content repost. It's a lot of work like you're saying and all the engagement groups. Cause think about it. You're, you're posting, they're engaging on yours, but you have to return the favor and engage yeah. back on them. So that's yeah. what makes yeah, it,
0: one of my things,
1: exactly. yeah, that's what it makes it the full-time job. And I know people recently, I know Casey's been talking about it, Gary's been talking about it, which is TikTok. Um, and I know that you're, you're mostly in Instagram and stuff like that. And I remember at the NetCon uh, Hamptons event, you're like, whoever, this is the stupidest question. I hate when people ask me where Instagram is going, it's not going anywhere. Um, and then this app comes out, and of course, Instagram's your your main priority. But where do you see yourself as as a business, as an Instagram uh, person, headed as well as like the the TikTok and, and new social platforms.
0: Yeah, so I uh, I got onto TikTok. I I'm so like I would say that like I'm just like a, a social media guy, but mm-hmm. Instagram's kind of like my forte. Like yeah. I'm even you know starting to play around play around with Facebook ads uh, to run to my consulting stuff for Instagram. Um, and then I'm also like starting like an actual business through that nutrition page. Like I want to start doing custom diet plans. I got a YouTube channel. I'm hiring a couple like registered dietitians and stuff to talk to my audience. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like a full-time thing. It's not just Instagram. People like to like, yeah, you know, it makes it easier for me. I could just simplify it and just say like, I'm, I'm an Instagram guy yeah. for like five years minimum. So I, across that bridge when i when it's in front of me kind of thing
1: mm-hmm. yeah and then obviously learning different social platforms as well like you said you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket um and and yeah the way instagram is working constantly changing um and people are always trying to find the next best thing um to hop on so uh, this is something that you talked about with me in the net cons uh mastermind um as well as the um as well as Gary Vee also preaches this a lot. And this is about attention. And that's the main thing that you're really into, um, just grabbing people's attention, and then turning that into a business. So can you talk about the process of how that works? Because a lot of people just try to gain the attention, 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 and they have the whatever amount of followers, and then they don't know how to turn that into a business or how to monetize that.
0: Right. So it's always like, it always depends on like what the audience you have to really you have to know your audience and that's first and foremost know what your audience is and then know what what they want and what uh, speaks to I want to say their wallet because it's not always about you know getting money from them it's just like how do you provide value to these people Mm -hmm. to the point where they want to pay you you know like my posts were you know like they're nutrition based and then I realized that in my dms like out of every a hundred dms that i got 10 people would be asking me for diet plans and then they would always ask me specific questions and stuff so i'm like okay and i also know that my audience is 80 percent female so um, I needed to, you know, get a female face for my brand. Cause I'm not going to, I can't really speak to my audience. I know it wouldn't be as strong if I, yeah. I'm not a registered, registered dietitian. Like I was a biology major, but it's not really the same thing. Like, and I'm like, I go to the gym, but I need someone who was really like, you know, professional about it. And then when it comes to like, just like starting the business, like pull your Instagram off of Instagram, you know, like start creating an email list, start, you know, hitting, hitting them with emails and stuff. Um, you know, get a website going, you know, even simple things like a, start a blog that will turn into the website. You got to just like pull that attention off of Instagram so that you own it and it's not owned by Instagram.
1: Mm-hmm. And are you planning to do that with all your accounts? I know you just mentioned the nutrition, but are you planning to do that with all your accounts? Or are you planning to like sell some of them or how is that working out?
0: Uh, to be honest, I'm trying to figure it out right now. Like, uh, the, like I don't believe in trying to do three things at once. Mm-hmm. So, going to worry about like i think the nutrition page is now my biggest page so it's kind of like a no-brainer just start with that one see what you can do with it and uh i let you know my restaurants page has been doing really good i think it, it'll be my fifth account that hits a, a million followers so i want to do like a restaurant agency type model maybe sell it to the food network mm-hmm. um and with my art stuff you know like art was kind of always what i wanted uh like what i what got me into instagram i would say so i've always tried to figure out like a good like business model it's just it's a little hard like maybe just like a media company kind of like a buzzfeed for art kind of thing uh just you know start you know writing articles on on artists and stuff maybe some interviews and just kind of make it more so of like a a media platform and then see where that takes me but uh it's hard you know like the artist space is you know everyone who does like art, like so many different types of art. You know, it's, it's very, I would say segregated because art is art, but there's so many different interests and there's so many, you know, like the content itself, like what the people are drawing and Mm -hmm. stuff. Some people call abstract art, not art. And then, you know, some people call anime, you know, not art, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's interesting, but, uh, that's part of business, man. You, it's, it's, you gotta take what you got and see what you can do with it.
1: Yeah, you should consider starting a podcast for all those artists and then in terms of the interview. And that's something that I'm considering doing is taking interviews and turning them into blogs as well. So mm-hmm. making another form of content. I know that's what Gary posted in his uh, triple uh, thing. I was that's yeah. That's something. It's funny that he posted that because that's something that I've been preaching to everyone for three to four months before that. And I saw it and I'm like, guys, this is what I've been saying the whole time. And now everyone started listening just because Gary posted it. But I've been saying that. The whole time. Um, and yeah, speaking of Instagram, um, obviously you have a lot of accounts that uh, you get a lot of attention from people, but which Instagram accounts have your attention in terms of what content are you consuming? Do you have any specific people? Obviously you have a connection with Gary Vee, but are there any like accounts that you really enjoy their content?
0: Uh, so like there are a few artists that I enjoy their content, like their their videos and stuff. And I feel like that's only because like I'm looking for it. So sometimes mm-hmm. I'll yeah video i honestly try not to consume too much content on instagram if i do consume content like sometimes i'll just like go to my personal page use it as like a personal account to see like what my friends are up to and stuff mm-hmm. but uh other than that i don't really like like sitting on like you know world star you know like house of highlights kind yeah. of stuff you know because you can literally just get into a rabbit hole and next thing you know yep. you're on over an hour just looking at your screen mm-hmm And I'm already on Instagram enough, so whenever I'm not – I try to not be on Instagram unless I have to be.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So just kind of wrapping everything up, you do a lot, and there's a lot of things that people have learned from you through this episode. But if someone who is just starting out with Instagram or someone who has been through a struggle in which their parents didn't support them, someone that's been through certain situations and wants to achieve some of the things you've been able to, what is just one either actionable step that they can take or a piece of advice you'd give them Uh, so that they can take away from this episode and, and start getting closer to to doing the things that you're able to do.
0: I would say just try to be unique on Instagram. Like, uh, because that will be, that'll get you the quickest growth. Like if you're doing something that no one else is doing, you're automatically more likely to, you know, start getting like actual organic growth. You know, I'm not like talking like shout outs and stuff like that stuff definitely helps and stuff and it'll definitely help just like, you know, get you going but content's always king and there's so much content on instagram right now you know like gary preaches it all the time be creative like everyone's chasing likes and not like creativity which will actually get like long term like it'll be sustainable long term because you're actually creative and you're actually doing something that no one else is doing it's very easy to tell a copycat you know so i would say like hone in on whatever it is that you really like. Like on Instagram, I wouldn't say try to just start a page to start a page. It's gotta be, you know, something that you're interested in. Like I love, who doesn't love, like I love food. I love, you know, going to the gym and working out. So the fitness thing, uh, the nutrition page makes sense. And I love art. Those are like my, my pages. The other ones I'm starting are also some stuff I'm interested in. So, Mm -hmm. um, unless you really like it, don't do it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Well, Anthony, thank you so much for hopping on. It's really been a pleasure. Um, and I know you're all over Instagram. So where, if anyone has any questions, where can people find out more about you or ask me any questions? Just plug your, your social media, more probably your personal social media for uh, all the listeners.
0: Yeah, so just Anthony on Instagram with an extra Y. That's probably the best place where like, I could actually uh, answer you. And, uh, yeah, you can just shoot me any questions you have. I'm always uh, trying to stay on top of my DMS
1: and, Mm -hmm. uh,
0: and answer any questions you guys got.
1: Mm -hmm. All right, man. Thank you again. And we'll see you guys on the next episode.